everybody and welcome back to another episode of Spill the D. My name's Gina. I am one of your hosts and I'm joined here with my fabulous co-host Rick. How are you? It's fabuloso. I can't fabuloso. <laughs> I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing very well. No, honestly, it's really freaking hot here in Pennsylvania. I'm, I'm exhausted at all times and I literally, I think it's because the heat. It's very warm outside. And I don't even work outside. I don't know how you're making it. I've been on roofs the entire time it's been warm, so. <laughs> <laughs> I've been struggling, is what Rick is trying to say. Today, we are giving you guys our Disney Park bag packing list. So what we bring into the park, what other people recommend people bring into the park, whether or not we bring it, and we'll kind of break that down a little bit for you. It seems like a pretty specific topic idea. Is there any particular reason that we're doing what's in your park bag? Because we're going to the park soon. This is true. Keep an eye out for us. Is that, what, is us. that what you were hinting at? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. Keep an eye out for us. We're going to be there. Say hi to us. I'll try my best not to be awkward. Gina will not be awkward. First week of August. See you there. Yeah. Or if you're golfing, I'll be there a few days before that. That's true. Rick's going to be there for like three <laughs> weeks or something crazy like that. Lucky I him. wish. It's not that long. Feels like it. But anyway, our first piece of news. For those of you that don't know, Disney has a new cruise ship coming out. Even though they just had one come out. It's the Disney treasure. Yeah, they are very back-to-back. It's very close to each other. And the most important piece of news regarding this boat is that we have the characters on the front of it. We know what they're going to be, and it's going to be Peter Pan and Captain Hook. And they will be forever dueling it out on the bow or the port or whatever part of the The boat they're on. The The poop deck. Whatever part of the boat... They're on. They'll be forever dueling it out as the Disney treasure sails the ocean blue. Wow, that was pretty good. That was real deep. <laughs> I am loving it. They've released some of the concept art of it, and it's very blue. Yes. Like, the insides of it. I know that that's a terrible description, and, like, this is a podcast, and I should be painting you, the listener, a better word picture, but, like, it's blue. <laughs> if If I had to give it my best shot, I would say... Picture any movie you've seen with a treasure hunt. And then when they finally get to the treasure room, how it's like a lot of gold. And then there's also some other very royal colors like blue. (laughs) It gives me Be Our Guest vibes. Kind of. It's very gold and blue. Yeah. And I I very much enjoy that. Okay, but when you said picture a movie with a treasure hunt, where did your mind go? What was your first movie? National Treasure. Okay, mine, <laughs> mine I said it before I could stop myself, was Goonies. <laughs> Uh-oh, neither of us picked a Disney movie. I guess National Treasure Yeah, it Disney. is now, isn't it? I think it always has been. Yeah. Yeah. Whoops. Goonies is not. Goonies is a fantastic movie, though. <laughs> Goonies is one of the greatest movies of all time. If you have not seen The Goonies... Get on it. Yeah. Although, we did try and make one of our friends watch The Goonies who had never seen it. And they made it very clear to us that if you did not grow up with it, it's not entertaining as an adult. I think they're wrong. But. I think they just don't have good taste in movies. Yeah. (laughs) So, if you haven't seen it, if you want to go watch it and then let us know, that would be fantastic. But, yeah, this boat looks gorgeous. Very... I really, I'm going to go back to the Be Our Guest. Very Be Our Guest-esque. Yeah. Lots of blue, lots of gold. Like a nice dark, like almost royal navy blue, which yeah. is really nice. And then, yeah, Captain Hook and Peter Pan on the front. Peter Pan is painting the word Disney treasure, kind of like Rapunzel does, like how they always have a character up there. And Captain Hook is waving his hook at him like, you darn kid. Yep. And you're meddling fairy. <laughs> I said all of that wrong. <laughs> all right. So next piece of news. Hollywood Studios extended evening hours are coming back for the fall. So they have released the days for September and October. If you are staying in a deluxe resort, you could have the opportunity to get the extended evening hours at Hollywood Studios. That's exciting. I'm all for the extended evening hours. I love Anytime I can be in the park when it's nice and empty. Yeah. Yes, please. Extended evening hours are awesome. It's a great perk to have for people that are paying a little bit extra money and to give them a perk like that yeah but i still i go back to wishing that they gave it to everybody (laughs) yeah it 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 is it is nice but it also does keep the crowds at a minimum for for people that are staying in the deluxe resorts yeah i guess i don't know i miss when everyone got it. it's still 
even if they gave it to literally any resort option, there would still be. Yeah, it would still be crowd control for yeah, sure. Yeah, think because think about the early morning. Think about the that thirty minutes extra that you get in the morning if you're staying on property. Yeah, and as much as I enjoy being at the park open to close, I will say, not having extended magic hours every single time we're there, I don't hate it as much as I thought I would, because. I think it's given us more time to explore the other options of things that Disney has to do. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoy that because like the past few times that we've gone, like I said, they haven't had the extended evening hours like they have before. So we've been forced to go do other stuff <laughs> besides just be at the park all day. And I've enjoyed it. Because, like go home and go to bed. Well, no, like like the <laughs> one day we did the monorail crawl. Oh, okay, like yeah. stuff like that, like just other things that we otherwise wouldn't do because the extra two or three hours that we had were going to be spent at the park. Okay, I got you. So I'm I picking com- up what you're putting down. So I don't completely hate it. That's fair. I miss it. I miss trying to like work your schedule around it, but it is a nice perk if you are staying in a deluxe resort. I think it was a good perk that they brought back for Disney Vacation Club members. So Hollywood Studios back on the list for September and October. We'll put the link in the show notes with the days. And our last piece of news. Disney 100. Disney 100. More of it. The more of the celebration. Although, okay, so the piece of news is that they have finally announced what they are bringing to Epcot for the Disney 100 and the dates that these things will be there. Pretty much the most notable thing for a lot of people, I think, is going to be the metallic Mickey Balloon popcorn bucket because I feel like people go crazy for popcorn buckets people these days. People do go crazy for popcorn <laughs> buckets. But they're also going to be putting a platinum Mickey Mouse sculpture right in World Celebration. Uh-huh. They're going to be having a Disney 100 Mickey and Minnie meet and greet. So they're going to be in their Disney 100 clothes. There's an all-new mural that's going to be in the World Celebration with apparently 100 Disney characters throughout it. That's a lot. Yes. Spaceship Earth is going to have their light show every night. And it's going to be a Disney 100 theme with a Disney 100 version of When You Wish Upon a Star. Mm. And then they're going to have limited time food and beverage locations during Food and Wine Festival and Festival of the Holidays. And then, of course, like Rick said, the popcorn bucket. Mm. And this is all going to start in September. This is going from September 22nd through December 31st. I'm not going to lie. When the Disney 100 started, they made this announcement that it was going to be at Epcot. Really took them a long time to make it happen. Yeah, it did. I thought it was going to be here way sooner, especially with the 50th ending back in April. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. This is going to be here by April or by May. Like, I was expecting it because we had even talked about skipping Epcot on our family vacation. And I was like, oh, no. Like, if we get to go, we're going to get to do the Disney 100 stuff. Yeah. And we aren't. We aren't because it's not going to be there. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that that was – I'm not saying that we're not going to get to do it at some point. I'm sure we'll go, but uh-huh. for being honest with ourselves. But it took them a long time to get it there. I thought it would be there way longer. Yeah. I'm excited for what they are offering, though. Yeah, it seems like they got a lot going on. Just a little something extra to bring you in. Yeah. Okay. That is it for the news. That's all we got. Yeah. But before we get into our packing list, this is your friendly reminder that if you want to go to the Disney 100 – celebration at epcot if hearing about the disney treasure has you ready to book a disney cruise check out our friends at 407 and beyond vacation co we are the official podcast of 407 and beyond vacation co they're a disney and universal orlando travel agency they book and plan family vacations to destinations such as walt disney world universal orlando disney cruise line and so many more destinations it doesn't cost anything extra to book with them their services are 100 percent free All you have to do is show up, have fun, create those family memories. Go book your trip. Go book your trip. First week in August. See you there. See you there. (laughs) You can start by getting your no obligation quote at 407vacations.com. As always, we'll put that link in the show notes. And if you need a little bit more convincing, we actually have a tip here from one of our 407 and beyond vacation planners. This week, we have Nicole. All right, Nicole, what you got for us? Okay, my travel tip, especially with young kids, is be prepared to do laundry when you get home. And the way that I do this is really simple and easy and cheap, which is my favorite way to travel. What we love. Yes. Take garbage bags with you. 
And I reuse the same garbage bags for every trip we go on. And I label the garbage bags, blacks, whites, coloreds. And I hang them on the doors of the hotel room. And as we wear our clothes throughout the day, throughout the week, we just throw our stuff right into the laundry bags, the garbage (laughs) bags. And then I take that garbage bag and put it right back into one of the luggages. So all of our laundry is separate from our clean clothes. It takes up usually one luggage for my family of five for all three bags. And when I get home, my laundry is already sorted. So I could just dump one bag right into the wash machine and start laundry right away. I love that. And even on the way down, like if you're bringing the trash bag with you, it's not taking up any space. That is genius. Yeah, they they flat. They are really flat. I put them right in the front of the luggage. Adds no weight. It's great and perfect for when you get home. Not that I like to think about the post vacation, but as far as post vacation goes, that is definitely an amazing tip. I try to maximize my time on vacation, and so yeah. sometimes that means that we come home at midnight, and the kids have to go to school the next day, and I have to work the next day, and that means unpacking has to be super easy. So having those laundry bags ready to go and just dumping it in the wash machine helps so much. Ugh, a woman after my own heart. I'm like, when is the <laughs> latest flight I can get home? Also, I mean, this is how I am, and I'm sure a lot of people are also like this. I get home, I don't unpack. I am the worst as far as unpacking. I live out of my bags for days. So having it already like basically unpacked where I just need to take a trash bag out, yes. Oh my God, I love this tip. Yep. I I don't unpack my regular stuff for days, but my laundry (laughs) is the first thing. It just, it comes out and then one luggage is ready to put back in the attic. And before I go, I just want to say hi to three special people, James, Christopher, and Christina. Mommy loves you. Love it. Perfect. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. All right. You ready to pack a park bag? Yeah, we're actually just going to take you guys up into our room while we pack. And you're just going to listen to ASMR of us packing our bags. It's good. It's good. (laughs) You know, there are some people who would really be interested in that. Lots of zippers moving and (laughs) drawers closing. Drawers closing? What are we packing for our park bag? That's just packing for Disney. Well, I can start us off if you would like, because I always bring an extra pair of socks. That is fair. (laughs) I'll give it to you. That would be drawers closing. I think socks are very important to bring if you have room. If you don't have room, don't take something else more important out for socks. But I don't know anyone alive who enjoys wet feet or wet socks while they're going around and doing stuff. And you just never know, especially because it rains all the time in Florida. There's probably going to be puddles places. You might get hit by a, a water ride in passing. Like if you're walking through Magic Kingdom, the camel in Aladdin might just accidentally get your foot. Spit right on you. Yeah, you know, like things happen. So if you have the room... Probably pack an extra pair of socks. I I do it every time and I'd never regret it. This is such a funny one to start on because it's like (laughs) one of the least essential things. It's like, you know what? Socks. Well, you you brought up the point about drawers closing, so I had to make my point. (laughs) I feel as though you set yourself up. You were like, you know what I'm going to do? Bring up drawers. Actually, actually, that's not what happened at all. It just worked out that way. So for me personally, the extra socks, I also don't like wet feet. Mm -hmm. If I'm wearing sneakers that day and I check the weather and it says it's going to rain, which in the summer in Orlando is almost every day, I do put extra socks in my bag. I mean, you have to. But I don't waste the room in my bag if the weather looks okay. Yeah, don't waste the room in your bag. If if it's going to push something else out, don't don't take that thing out necessarily. Yeah, because the only ride that's really going to soak your feet is Kali River Rapids. Yeah. Which is in Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Anywhere else, unless it rains, you'll probably be fine. For the most part, yeah. For the most part, yeah, so... I do. I like the socks. The socks recommendation. <laughs> it's a weird though. one, but like it's one of those things where you're in the park and your feet get wet and you're like, I wish I just had a fresh pair of socks right yeah. now. <laughs> and for the record, everybody, our list that we are giving you right now, this is for like an adult packing a bag for themselves or maybe themselves and one other person. If there's something that is like child specific, we'll tell you or we'll give you the option of, well, uh-huh. if you're bringing a kid, maybe do this. But this is just like a single person going to Disney. This is what you should put in your bag if you are going for a day trip. Yeah, this is more for 
if you have a lounge fly sized bag, mm-hmm. it's a little bit difficult to do things for like kids and stuff like that because you probably have a stroller, which means you have a lot more room. Yes. So this is more like the small things that are gonna fit in a to lounge fly sized bag, <laughs> or like a fanny pack for if you're a cool person. That's one word for it. <laughs> What's in your fanny? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go now. I I probably should follow that with. One of my favorite things, but I'm going to follow that with what is the most important thing. What's that? In my opinion. What is it? Bringing a water bottle. Fair. And we actually did ask the listeners, what is in your park bag? And there was two things that were answered the most frequently, and one of them was a water bottle. Yeah. A refillable water bottle is so essential in the Florida heat and is so nice. And now they sell those ones that are collapsible. So when you're not using it, you can break it down and make it smaller. They also sell the ones that are like pouches that fill. Yeah. So you can hang it from your bag. Um, Even the collapsible ones tend to come with a carabiner now. Yeah. So it doesn't need to be in your bag if you're not using it. It can just kind of hang from your bag and not take up too much space. But even having it as the pouch... It's so nice to not have to worry about it when you're not using it. I'll say for me personally, I keep a water bottle full at all times. Yeah. Like I drink so much water in Disney because I'll just keep it in my hand. Yeah. And if I see a fountain, I refill. It's so hot. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the collapsible ones because I do walk around the park with just a fanny pack. So I don't have as much room. So my favorite thing to do is take a collapsible water bottle while I'm in lines is when I'll have it full. And then by the time I get to the ride, it's empty and I can just fold it up and throw it in there and it takes up no room. Love it. I feel like as long as it's able to stand on a table, you're good to go. Yeah. Because you got to be able to put it on your table while you're in. Yeah. And besides that, I think you're <laughs> fine. But there are so many places around Walt Disney World to fill your water. You can just go to a quick service and ask them for a cup and dump the cup in. Mm-hmm. There's water fountains all over. You can do the bathroom sink. Yeah. Honestly, like who cares? Depends how picky you are with your water. There are people that... But refillable is definitely the way to go, especially if you're trying to save some money because it is going to get expensive buying a water bottle every time you're thirsty. And if you forgot one and you are going to go buy one, buy it and then use that as your refillable water for the day. Don't keep buying them. You can refill them. You can ask for a cup of ice water or just a cup of ice mm-hmm. and put that in your bottle and you're yep. good to go. Like there are so many, so many reasons not to pay money for water in Disney. Yeah. So this is definitely one of, if not the most important things I think you should have in your bag. Yeah, I agree. It's a good one. And to touch on what you said about if you're picky about it, another thing that you can throw in your bag that we do have on our list is the flavor packs. Whether that be like the electrolyte sticks, like maybe liquid IV or Gatorade or just like the little Mio shooters, you can bring those in. And there are people who are really picky about like some people don't like Florida water. They don't like the the taste taste of it. it. So you can bring those in, change the flavor and you'll be good to go. The energy sticks, we bring in the little energy packs and pour those into our bottles or even into like a kid sized cup of water that they give you for free. Incredibly important to note, I think anyway. If you're not a coffee or a monster person, but you do drink some sort of caffeine supplement Mm -hmm. that comes in a stick pack, bring it. Because the only options you're going to have while you're in the park are some sort of soda, monster, or coffee. Tea. They do have tea, yeah. I do agree with that. Maybe if you're a rain drinker, an Alani drinker, like they don't have those. The only option is monster because Disney is a Coke company. Mm -hmm. Disney only sells Coca-Cola. So... Your options will be a little bit limited as far as caffeine is concerned, so just keep that in mind as well. Flavor-wise, your options are not very limited. No, you, you definitely have, have options for flavors. Flavor that you like, or if you just some people just don't like the taste of water, they they want flavor. Yeah. So the Mios, the stick packs, mm-hmm. it's all good. It's also a good way to trick your kids when you go get them a yeah. a nice venti from Starbucks of ice water. Get them a the, pink drink. Put little, <laughs> little strawberry Mio in there, and you're good to go. Yeah. So that's also an option. Yeah, that's a good one. So our next one, I think, is equally, if not more important than clean pair of socks. And that is snacks. I knew you were going. (laughs) (laughs) I eat a lot. And when it gets hot, as long as I'm hydrated, I eat probably more than I normally do. In Disney? All the time. Well, like, yeah, you're walking like 10 miles a day. So 
one of the most important things for me is snacks. I'll usually do like granola bars. We'll have gummies with us sometimes. Oh, I like love a good snacks. fruit snacks. Fruit snacks when I'm fading are like yeah. There's ooh. like just like small things like that that'll that'll just give you a little boost until you can get an actual snack. Or if you have an hour till your meal, but you don't want to eat like a full thing, have a granola bar in your bag ready to go because you are going to be walking a lot. You're going to be hungry as long as you're hydrated. And you're going to want some food. Yeah, I know for me personally, the way that my body works is I won't really be hungry. And then it hits me like a brick wall. And I'm like, I need food right now or I'm going to die. Yeah. So when that happens and I'm in line, it is so nice to just be able to reach in and grab a pack of fruit snacks. Granola bar. Those are the two main ones that we bring. Yeah. We've done like pretzels, like hard pretzels, goldfish. Yeah. Anything that's easy to throw in your bag and doesn't take up that much space, but is going to be like nice and filling. Cliff bars are good if you have like a big, big eater. Yeah. Like you have definitely, I especially have had, if we have like a breakfast reservation in the park. I've definitely done cliff bar. bars. I've definitely done cliff bars for sure. Yeah. So snacks, snacks are definitely important for certain situations. Okay. Well, now that you've done two things that go back to the one I've been avoiding, I'm just going to go for it. I was trying to do the most important ones first. I did do the most important ones first. Yeah, and honestly, somebody might find this to be one of the, like, secretly most important. Do you know what I'm going to say? No. Ziploc baggies. Oh, yeah, that's what that's that goes along with socks. And snacks. Yeah. So, Ziploc bags. I am a huge advocate for Ziploc bags at Disney World. If I'm bringing a suitcase on vacation, I pack an entire box of Ziploc bags. I take them right out of the drawer in the kitchen and throw it right into my suitcase. If we're doing like a long weekend or flying frontier and being real cheap and I only have like my travel backpack, yes, it's bigger, but it's not that big. So I will tend to just grab like a handful of Ziplocs and fold them up real small and shove them in there. Here are some of the uses of a Ziploc bag in Disney. If it starts raining, it's a perfect spot to put your electronics. If you have a phone, portable charger, anything like that, that we are going to talk about in a minute. It's a perfect spot to put that. One thing to note a typical sandwich bag no longer fits the average Apple cell phone. Yes. So if you have an iPhone, you're going to need the one that's a, one size above it. I a think court, it's like, I yeah, believe. it's a quart, right? Like I freezer it's bag. A bag. Yeah. And those tend to have thicker bottoms. So they actually end up holding two or three cell phones. Yeah. If you need, or if you, I don't know, if you brought your AirPods in by accident, or if you were walking around the park with headphones in, yeah. they'll fit. Like you can fit way more in them. So make sure you have at least one of the quart size mm-hmm. Ziploc bags. Sandwich bags, though, are also great for snacks. Yeah. If you maybe bought your snacks more in bulk, instead of buying small individual things of goldfish, you just bought one big container of them, and every morning you fill a Ziploc bag. Yeah. They're also good for taking snacks from a restaurant. So if you didn't finish your meal and you have to carry it around now, throw it in the Ziploc bag. I have no shame. I have 1000% pulled out chicken tenders while I was in line for a ride because I didn't finish them earlier. If there's bread on the table, nothing wrong with taking the bread, especially if you have like maybe a little kid. Yeah. Imagine your kid is getting fussy. You give him a whole biscuit. Yeah. They're just going to sit there and gnaw on it. It's going to be great. I'm picturing like a one-year-old for this analogy. Another thing that it is good for, wallets can be really bulky. Your Ziploc bag is a perfect spot to throw your cards and your cash to keep it all together. Also, if it rains, if you do have cash and your bag gets wet and gross, the cash isn't going to get like mushy because it's in a Ziploc bag. And then the last one is the socks. So when I bring socks into the park, I stick them in a Ziploc bag. My logic on this is if it rains and my bag gets wet and it seeps through for whatever reason, my socks will stay dry. And then when I switch them and I take off my wet socks, I can put them into the Ziploc bag and keep all of my stuff from getting wet. Yeah. This also works really well if you have kids who maybe have wet clothes. Maybe they went through the Casey Splash area. If you have a Ziploc bag, especially like, I don't know, like the gallon size bags, if you brought a fresh pair of clothes in the gallon size bag for them, take it out, change them, put the wet clothes in a Ziploc bag, and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, that's so good. Nice. It's good logic. I just wanted to hop back to the money thing real quick. And I know I keep harping on fanny packs, but I know a lot of people do just bring a fanny pack into the park. I almost always just leave my wallet in the room and put whatever I need in a Ziploc bag because it takes up a fraction of the space. Significantly less space. (laughs) So definitely a good one to do there. I do that pretty much every day. Piggybacking off of that, money, gift cards, credit cards, ID, if you're going somewhere that has alcohol and you can legally drink, things like that, obviously important. 
You need money to buy food. You need money to buy snacks. You need money to buy drinks. So don't forget that. Yeah, so if you have your magic band, you can charge things back to your room. Tip, you can pay off your room charge with a gift card. So if you swipe your magic band, it technically is going to like a credit card. Like it's technically going to the credit card on file. But if you go to the front desk before your last day, I think it needs to be at least two days before. That was when we did it. And tell them you want to pay off your room charge. You can use a gift card to pay that off. So don't feel like, oh my gosh, I have all these gift cards, but I keep swiping my magic band. You can still use the Disney gift card. However, you cannot put your ID onto your magic band. They have not gotten that far yet. (laughs) Probably because you could just hand your magic band to someone under 21. Yeah. But you will need your ID. They will ID you if Mm -hmm. they do, what is it, the under 36? If you look under 36, they ID you? Yeah, something crazy. Something crazy like that that makes people feel really good about themselves. (laughs) So have your ID with you, especially if you do look young. You're going to need it, and they're not going to serve you without it. And if someone buys it for you, you can be 36 years old and forget your ID. If someone buys it for you, you do risk getting kicked out of the park. And that just doesn't feel worth it to me. No. Money, gift cards, credit cards, all that fun stuff. Important thing to have. Now I can finally say what was the second most said thing. What's that? Give a guess. Uh, I have a feeling. Well, the the I, I thought you were going to say the next most important thing. So that's what's on my mind right now. Some people might say this is the next most important. See, I don't think a lot of people would say that a poncho is the most important thing. No, but they would say a portable charger. Ah, yeah. The portable charger was one of the most commonly said things when we asked on Instagram. The listeners were all for this one. I have a portable charger phone case. So my phone case charges my phone. And I only use that when I'm in Disney or when I'm on just vacation in general. It's really nice. It's Casely. C-A-S-E-L-Y. And it was like $40, but I didn't think that that was terrible for what it was. I think it was like buy one, get one free or something. Definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. I use it all the time and it holds a charge really well. My Disney experience, the app for Disney World absolutely kills phone batteries. So between that and taking photos, your phone batteries are going to be destroyed. So I really do love the phone case charger. Before that, I had Fuel Rod, which is the brand that is all around Walt Disney World. That is the little... (laughs) How would you describe it? A little cylinder, a little log. Yeah, it's like an old MP3 player size. Okay. I can respect that. I had an MP3 player that was that was shaped like those. So Okay, my MP3 player was not shaped like that, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, my, my old MP3 player was shaped like that. Like oh, exactly like, like a fuel rod. A tube of Breath Savers mints. There you go. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, a, a little, little bit bigger, but... A little chunkier than a tube of yeah. Breath Savers mints. <laughs> So you can buy that. Actually, they sell them on Amazon. That tip came from Mandy, one of the vacation planners from 407. So they sell them on Amazon, and they're two for $35. Okay. During Prime Day, they were 25 And you get two kits. So what comes in a kit, it's in this little glass cylinder or hard plastic cylinder. And you get the fuel rod and a charger for whatever kind of phone you have. It comes with all of them. Okay. So good for all phones, good for all devices, which is great. And let's say your fuel rod dies. They have machines all around Walt Disney World where you go in and you swap it out and they send out a freshly charged fuel rod. Mm -hmm. So super, super convenient. I do recommend them for the convenience of Disney if you are someone who goes to Disney a lot. I'm not going to lie to you. If you're not, it's not that worth it because it's only good for like maybe one charge. I think it might only be like half a charge if you're using your phone while it's charging Uh where if you were to buy for the same price like a really good power pack fuel charger kind of thing that's a really good description right yeah great one thank you if you were to buy one of those off amazon or from best buy or something like that like you're gonna get two or three charges for the same price Mm -hmm. so for the convenience of disney a fuel rod is worth it if this is a one trip and you're done well, you think you're done. You're not done. It's addicting. But if this is your first trip and you don't know if you're going to come back after, or maybe you go to Disney once every three or four years, like you're not there crazy often, a regular just power pack that you can use other places is probably more worth it. Yeah. But highly recommended. Yeah. Portable charger. That's the word. I kept saying fuel pack. 
Fuel pack sounds a lot cooler, though. Doesn't it? I mean, I mentioned it, so we might as well go that way. Poncho and rain jacket. Poncho! It's great. Some people don't really like them, so they'll bring, like, an umbrella, but that's just too big. I hate umbrellas at Disney. If you have a stroller and you really want to bring an umbrella, that's fine. Just know, if you're walking around with an umbrella, you take up more space than you normally do. So keep an eye out for the people around you. Because you're probably poking some people in the eyes if you're not paying attention. Yeah, I just feel like umbrellas at a theme park is just never good logic. Especially those giant ones. You brought your golf umbrella to Disney? Come on! Yeah, like, it, you're, you're clearing space, basically, because people are trying not to get poked in the eye. So, Which is, like, kind of nice, but at the same time, like, what if you... What if you do poke someone? Because you have yeah. to be hyper aware of what you're doing. You can't count on everyone else to be hyper aware because you brought an umbrella. Yeah. They are good for covering strollers. Although you can get stroller covers off Amazon at Walmart for not crazy prices. Those like nice clear plastic ones. Yeah. Ponchos are better. I'm They're team gonna... poncho. Yeah. They, they take up less room. You can just get rid of them when you're done. For the ones we get. So we go yeah. into the camping section at Walmart and they sell them for a dollar. I think they're like 96 cents or something like that. Uh-huh. They also sell them at the dollar store for a dollar 25. I just got a bunch off Timu. For <laughs> I like, forgot you bought a bunch. <laughs> they were 94 cents, but they were bigger than the ones at Walmart. At least they said they are. I haven't opened it. We'll find out. We're going to laugh so hard if we bought like kid size poncho. <laughs> but I needed to like hit a minimum to yeah, buy something. If it's so I was like, like those rocks that you bought. Oh, yeah, those were tiny. I got scammed, guys. Timu scammed me hard. <laughs> Ponchos are definitely a must. They do have, like, nice reusable ones that range from, like, 6 to $12 if you go in Walmart's camping section. You buy the Disney ones, they're going to cost a lot more, although yeah. they are decent quality. Yeah. I'll give it to them. They're They're reusable. I prefer the dollar ones. They don't take up a lot of space. They slide right in. You throw them away when you're done. You're good to go. Yeah. Rain jackets are nice in the winter, but they do just get kind of hot in the summer, personally. Yeah. I also, I'm a sweaty person, though, so that could just be me. I mean, I get hot in the in the ponchos. Like, those things just hold the heat in. Yeah, they do. So. <laughs> I know. I, sometimes I feel like I'm wetter when I take it off from all yeah. of my sweat. Yeah, it's bad. You thought Florida was humid before. Wait till you're wearing a poncho. Yeah, it's not, not fun. So, speaking of humidity, we are crushing it with the segues today. Killing it. A handheld fan or a cooling towel or both yeah both of these are so nice to have in your park bag i'm not gonna lie to you i don't bring them i know i'm not gonna hold it yeah cooling towel i feel like i'm just too lazy to do it i'm just not i'm not a fan of either of them but i get the appeal yeah because they are really nice when you have them i'm just i don't want to hold them fan with a stroller is awesome. Oh, yeah. Where you can clip it onto the stroller. Fantastic. Cooling towel. I love the concept. I love the idea. I do not want to carry a wet towel around all day. Well, it dries pretty quick from the heat usually. Yeah, but... It's, you, you just don't want it in the way. It's weird, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. They are really nice, though. People who like them love them. Yeah. And I don't really think anyone doesn't like them. Because we don't not like them. We're just... We don't want to carry them. If I didn't wear hats... I would probably bring a cooling towel just for a little bit of like face coverage every once in a while and stuff like that. But I think my biggest thing is just that I don't want to get like super sunburnt on like my nose and stuff like that. But if I'm wearing a hat, then I'm usually fine. That's fair. Another type of fan that people really like is the neck fans where they go around your neck and have the little fans on each side pointed straight up at you. Game changer. Nah, people love them. People really do love them. I feel like you would love them. We can buy them for you if you want to try them. It seems like a lot. Uh, people love them. So they do these fans, though, that they make. They make these tiny fans that are literally are just like the palm of your hand, keep you nice and cool. We did bring them the one trip because they hung from our fanny packs. Yeah. So they, they were nice when we had them. And they squirted water. They did. They were the little spritzer ones. If you buy the Disney ones, they're a little bit more expensive. They are huge. Yeah. They're absolutely massive, but they do a great job of keeping you cool, and the spritzers are really nice. You yeah. can get a similar version at Walmart for like a quarter of the price ahead of time. Mm-hmm. I personally like the O2 Cool brand. I don't know what that is. That's the brand. O2 Cool. Okay. Wow. That was my first time saying that out loud. O2 Cool. 
like oh she's too cool oh she's too cool for she's us because so cool she's not sweating because she has a fan so if you want to be cool you want to be as cool as cool like you oh my gosh wait and too oh too cool like she's cool but also like she's not hot she's cool yeah whoa okay wait whoever came up with this name they deserve a raise that is the best brand name for a fan ever i'm adding that to my list of companies with good brand names my favorite is a dewey pile a dewey pile there's trucks that are called that have that written on the back of them it's a period d-u-i-e p-y-l-e what is it I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know what. It's a truck company or something. Oh, okay. I, I thought they're it was on, like a pun on something. No, they're on the back of a bunch of like 18-wheelers that I see driving around all the time. Interesting. I'll have to look it's for that. It's so funny. I just always like the name of tree services. Like all of the above tree services one near us <laughs> and it makes me so happy. And porter potty companies. Yeah. I get excited to read porter potty names because <laughs> I think they're always so funny. Okay, sorry. All right, next one, next one. What do we got? Next we have, ooh, this is a good one. Ooh. Sunscreen. You will burn. No matter no matter what, you will burn. Some people more than others. And again, if I didn't wear hats, I would always have sunscreen with me. But I think the biggest thing that people forget is how easily your face is going to burn, how easily your ears are going to burn. Like they're the they're the biggest things I think that people forget and like even us like it gets hot up here and sometimes I feel like we get into the mindset of like it's been 90 degrees 95 degrees around us for the past few weeks now I'll be fine in the Florida heat but it's just different down there There's <laughs> that, something about it it's just different That swamp humidity and the sun will hit you different and you'll probably burn You're closer to the equator So There's actually science behind that one yeah i mean i'm i'm bad with it I'll, I'll put it on in the morning and then i don't put it on again yeah i mean if you have like a a decent tan already you probably won't be as bad off but like i'm see and that's where i'm fine putting it on in the morning but when we go to disney with ellie who is my best friend and who is a pale pale ginger she is every hour reapplying so she has to know yourself know how much you need and if you need it bring it yeah everyone needs it in the morning you should put spf on every day yeah yeah important especially when you work outside yeah you haven't been doing it have you i don't even know where it's at oh my god i'm gonna start sending you all of the instagram videos i get of the estheticians telling me to put spf on every day okay (laughs) i'm just gonna forward them all to you okay can you also send me what an esthetician is an esthetician is like beauty and skin and waxing and all that fun stuff that's what they do for a living gotcha Okay, my number one thing. Yours is socks. I know I said mine was water bottle, but I take that back. I know this is. It's body glide. Yeah. It is body glide. If your thighs chafe, if you have the chub rub. If you're I, out here saving lives. If you have those thick thighs, <laughs> baby. I got something to save your life. You're saving lives every day with your thick thighs. <laughs> Let me save you. Body Glide. So Body Glide, it looks like a stick of deodorant. It's a little bit smaller than the travel size deodorant stick. And it's so nice. You just take it and you just rub it between your legs on your inner thighs. When you walk and they rub together, they just glide. (laughs) They glide. As far as uh, company names, that one nails it because your body will glide. (laughs) It's so good. I have tried multiple other brands. Everybody has their favorite brand that works best for them. Body Glide is what works best for me as far as all of the anti-chafing sticks go. You use like Arm and Hammer and stuff too, right? I tried Arm and Hammer, didn't love it. I tried an Old Spice one. It was unscented. Didn't love that one. I've tried the kinds that are like gels that you just like rub on with your fingers. Mm. Didn't love that. I have forgotten Body Glide and tried deodorant. Does not work the same. <laughs> I've tried just water. I've tried taking the sweat from my face and just rubbing it on my thighs and hoping that'll work and it doesn't. So. That one I can't imagine would work. There's no. a lot of salt and sweat. <laughs> it works for like 30 seconds. For 30 seconds, it's like, look at me glad. <laughs> so that is one that I love to bring. I don't like super long shorts. I'm uncomfortable. Like I said a thousand times in this episode, I sweat. So my thighs are going to rub together because my shorts are going to be a little bit higher up. I'm fine with that because I bring body glide. Fair. 
The only time that I found that I need to reapply Body Glide is if it rains or if I go on a water ride. So yeah. when Splash Mountain was open or if I went on Collie River Rapids, I would get off and have to reapply. Otherwise, it's really good about lasting all day. Other brands for me, I've had to reapply. Okay. But I always have it in my bag. And you know what? People who don't use it normally end up using it while we're there. So <laughs> highly recommend it if you're going to rub. Body Glide, sponsor us. That's what my uh, Strava says. It says brought to you by Body Glide and Big Beauty Mixes. <laughs> All right. Next up on the list, we have various first aid things. So any type of medication that you need to take, uh, over-the-counter medication like Advil and stuff is always a good thing to have just in case. Like maybe you twist your ankle walking off a sidewalk or something like that wow that was really extreme i, I don't know we don't want to just go with your body sore from walking 10 your, miles a day you're sore that's a good one so that's when a leave comes in handy yeah there's things like that and then also other first aid things like band-aids if you're one of those people that refuses to break your shoes in before you <laughs> go to the parks you're probably gonna get blisters bring band-aids it'll save your life second skin is also very good or mole skin yeah. I believe Second Skin may be the brand. It's like Mole a skin glue, is the right? Product. It's like, it's a like gooey Band-Aid-esque thing. It just sticks right on your blister. Uh-huh. We used to use them when I was an athletic training major for a hot sec. Okay. And it literally just like sticks right on it and then you feel nothing. It's so nice. I think because it more molds around it and it's cooling. Like we would keep them in the fridge. Okay. So obviously if it's in your park bag, it's not going to be as cooling, but it's still going to get the job done. But it was so nice when you had a blister and then you stuck that nice cold second skin on there. Oh, so good. And then you always have Excedrin. I do. I get migraines. Yeah. So things like that if you're going for other stuff that's not just Advil. Or Dramamine. That's also a good one. Yes. If you get sick, motion sickness, Dramamine. So here's the thing. Almost everything that we just said is also available at first aid. Yes. So if you don't need to have these things on you, I mean, you might have to trek from the back of the park to where first aid is if it's in the front of the park or like you might have a hike and a half to get to it. Yeah. And when you have a headache and you want medicine right now, that stinks. And then you're waiting your turn, have to fill out the paperwork or that part stinks. It's more convenient if you have it. If you just have it with you, especially if there's a certain medicine you like. Like I don't... I. Have never tried, so I can't say for sure, but I'm going to assume they don't have Excedrin or that they're not going to give me an Excedrin. Yeah, I can't imagine they would give you something like that. No, they'd probably give me a Tylenol or an Advil, but I don't think they'd give me an Excedrin. So if you have something specific you like, they might just give you a Band-Aid if you have a blister. If you want to bring that second skin to put on, like those are things to be aware of. Yeah. But yes, most things are at first aid if you do need them. They will give you Band-Aids. They will give you Dramamine. Shout mm. out to Megan from 407 and Beyond, who this is her favorite tip of all time, is to go to first aid for <laughs> Dramamine if you're getting sick on the rides. They have a lot, and they are very overlooked. They also are usually... This makes me laugh. If you go into the stores, they sell these medications, uh-huh. but they sell like the single-dose packs that are what they're going to give you when you go to first aid, (laughs) which is usually right next to a store. So more things to keep in mind. You can also ask behind the desk if they have band-aids. Yeah. Things like that. Small things like that they can just give you. Yeah, like band-aids they might just keep behind the desk. They gave me one when I was at a resort once. I've never asked for that in a park. But it never hurts to ask before you go and you dish out that money for medicine or for band-aids. Yeah. So something very important to keep in mind. A little travel pharmacy, as one of our listeners calls it. Oh, there you go. But don't go crazy, obviously. You don't need an entire first aid kit in your bag. Because, like we said, there is first aid in the park. Just the the small things that would make it more convenient to have in your bag and easily accessible. Yeah, but if you got a stroller, throw that whole first aid yeah, kit in. Yeah, take the whole thing. thing. Yeah, put it right <laughs> under your fan. All right, I'm going to go with one that... I, people don't think that they're going to need. And then I consistently forget and I get so mad at myself. Let's hear it. A pen. Fair. Depending. Depending. I like to have a pen in my park bag for Epcot. Yeah. For when I'm doing the festivals and I get the book, I want to be able to actually write on it and cross it off. And I don't want to go into the store and spend $20 on a pack of five pens. I want my pen that's just a normal, simple pen that I have to 
fill it in and be good to go. Yeah. Just so you know, if you're trying to buy a pen in the park, you're going to have trouble finding just one. And it's going to be an incredibly over-the-top, more-than-you-need pen. (laughs) The pen I'm I'm currently using I bought at the cast member store when I worked there. And it is ridiculous. If you guys could see this right now. It's so unnecessary. If you just need a pen to write something down, there's no reason that this is the pen that you need. Like, just give me a a Bic pen for 25 cents and this pen <laughs> was probably like 12 dollars in the park at least at least I'm it's pick- one of those multi-colored ones right yeah there's a lot of color yeah options. so it's probably at least 12 if not more it's a really fun pen it is a fun pen it's great i don't even know what's wrong with it well, you probably you probably store. got it for cheap so i think i paid like a dollar i don't know <laughs> one of the colors probably doesn't work maybe yeah i don't know maybe there was something else on it or maybe just the packaging ripped it's yeah. a perfectly fine pen. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's very important. Also good for if you want to get autographs. Yeah. If you have an autograph book, make sure you have a pen with you. Pro tip for the characters that are not face characters. So if they can't talk to you, they're not a face character. They do better with a bigger pen. So don't go in and give them like a mini miniature Sharpie. Like, you know, the tiny ones that hang on the keychain? Yeah. Like, they're not going to do well with that. The bigger the pen that you have for them to be able to hold is going to give you a better autograph. Mm. I mean, they're all trained so well. Their autographs are amazing. But I'm just picturing someone going up to, like, Sully with a half size Sharpie pen. <laughs> You'd be amazed what people give. I don't know. Does Sully do a normal autograph, or does he do the one they give the cards? I don't know. He might be a cards character. Because he has some big hands. He has those long arms, yeah. which is why I'm like, I'm thinking he might give a card. Maybe. Like a pre-signed kind of thing. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. but Still a funny thing to picture. Oh, though. it definitely is. <laughs> I'm picturing it from the point of view of the cast member that's friends with them. Yeah. So that's something to keep in mind. Like I said, bigger pen equals better pen. Yeah. Or marker. All right. Next, we have a straw. A straw. Yeah. You hate straws. I hate straws. I'm baffled that you just picked this one out of the five that are left. Well, the other ones I also don't use. Oh, okay. This is fun. (laughs) The rest of the things on here I don't use. Wait, would you say straws suck? (laughs) Does a straw have one hole or two holes? One. Okay. Yeah, so a reusable straw. Wait, what's your logic? (laughs) Do you think two? I never said that. One or two. So anyway, a reusable straw, because they started doing the paper straws for the environment, they disintegrate so fast. Yeah. And they're tiny. I'm all about, I'm all about like environmental, like, like helping the environment and stuff like that. But there's got to be something better than a paper straw that does not last in a drink. So if you're a straw person, maybe consider bringing a reusable straw. Yeah. It'll make your life so much easier, and you won't be drinking paper after 10 minutes. I love the. I'm all about saving the environment. <laughs> I have a tree. There's a tree in my yard. I have two trees in my yard, so oxygen. So, you know, <laughs> nature. I've heard living with the land once. Yeah. Never did it again, but I did it once. <laughs> but yeah, if, if you use straws, not a fan of them myself, maybe something to think about. I know they make, like really collapsible ones now that are like super compact and open up like from like two inches to like a full straw so look for stuff like that all right a necessity in walt disney world your pins yeah this is like it it can go in your park bag go on your park bag depending on what bag you have pins are pretty important yeah pin trading is a big big thing in all the parks, pretty much everywhere you go, you you find someone with a lanyard that has pins on it. Yeah. And you can trade with them. And a cast member always has to say yes. That's true. If they're wearing them, they will say yes <laughs> to you about trading it. So if you like their pin, go ahead and ask them. Yep. If they don't want to say yes, they throw them in their pocket. Yep. <laughs> pins are very important, though. Fun to have on your lanyard. Fun to have in your bag, on your bag, whatever you need to do. If you put them on your bag, just make sure you have the locking backs. Because yeah, they can for definitely... Sure. Definitely fall off, so important to have. If it's something that you would rather use instead of your phone, you can always bring a camera. I like bringing my disposable camera. Yeah, you you bring the disposable ones. They have the waterproof ones, I think. 
I don't know if they still make those. To oh, they're disposable? Yeah. Yeah, they do. They're just they a do little more expensive. Those? Okay. So you can bring those if you're going to like the water park. That would be a fun thing to have there. Um, but yeah, if you like the disposable idea or if you just like using a camera as opposed to a phone, you could always do that. Yeah, we brought the GoPro. Yeah. GoPro's GoPro. a fun one and that slides perfectly into the pocket of a bag. The other thing you could do if if you have like a nice camera that you enjoy you could use your camera as your park bag, your camera bag as your park bag. Sure. So you could put stuff in your camera bag, the the other stuff that you need. Especially if you have a big enough camera bag. Yeah. Some camera bags are ginormous. Like the one your camera came with is huge. Yeah. The camera does not need that much bag. Yeah. For all the accessories. It's like, like it's like too big. And, yeah. It's like too big because like I would carry that around, but it's not very convenient. And it like it goes like over your shoulder. Like it's yeah. just not, yeah. not super fun. All right, on to the next one. Kind of flying through now. We're at the less fun things. Yeah. Gum and mints. So my logic behind this one and why I think it's important to have in your park bag if you are a mints slash gum person, you can find mints in the park. They do have mints. But there is nowhere on Disney property where you can buy gum. Disney does not sell gum. So if you are a gum chewer, make sure you have that with you. You're not going to be able to buy it. Fun fact for you. There's no gum on Disney property. Is there an echo in here? (laughs) Yeah, make sure that you have that with you if you're a gum chewer. I know people who chew their gum, they want their gum. So Mm -hmm. very important one to have. Also falls into for the flight home. Important to have it with you already because you are if you're flying through the airport running to your gate. And you need gum on planes. You're not going to get it while you're on Disney property. Yeah, if you're a gum chewer while you're. In the air as well. You know, I haven't done it since I was like 15, I think. Like, I just like haven't chewed gum on planes and haven't had any issues. I just put headphones in now. Is that, does that make a difference? Because I usually have headphones in. I use headphones. Interesting. Okay, I didn't realize that. Cool. But I also use the ones that like go like in your ear. You use yeah. the Apple ones. Apple ones go in your ear. No, but like the ones that I have like almost make like a suction. Oh. Like once we get like up in the air, like I pull my headphone out and there's like a like a vid- yeah like a pop noise almost. So I just do that now. Interesting, good to know. But yeah, I feel like the gum thing is very important. Yeah, that's why you're not very rarely gonna find gum on the bottom of tables mm-hmm. or on chairs or on the ground. There's yeah. no gum. And if you bring gum, just don't put it under the table or on a chair or on the ground. I never understood that anyway. Yeah, the sticking it under the table. I never understood the sticking it on the trash can. Oh, when it's like on top of a trash can? Yeah, it's like, you're right there. You're, you're right there. You're so <laughs> close. You almost had it. You think it's like because you can't get it off your finger? I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. All right, these last two I'm going to just go through because you're not going to have anything to say about them. Yeah. The last two that we have on our list of park bag essentials. Makeup. That one's on there just because if, if you're a makeup person, if you like to have your makeup done at all times. Like we said a few times, it rains a lot in Disney. Yeah. Most makeup nowadays would be fine, but between rain and sweat and water rides, areas where you could get splashed, it never hurts to maybe throw a travel size mascara in there, throw whatever you need to touch yourself up, lip gloss, like whatever you need to make yourself feel better if you're going to put makeup on that day, because it probably is at some point going to get messed up. If not, can you let me know what brands you use? Because I end up with mascara down my face every night. <laughs> I literally will do mascara and sunscreen and still end up with sunscreen dripping and mascara dripping. I don't get it. Probably got to pay like a lot of money. That's true. My $5 tube isn't going to cut it. <laughs> and then the, the last one, this is one I always have in my park bag, hair ties. There is nothing worse than going to put your hair up and the hair tie breaking. Fair. So I always have at least two just extra spare hair ties in my bag. If I have a carabiner hanging from my bag for whatever reason, I'll usually either attach them there or that's when I attach the little rubber band ones for if you're putting like your hair in a braid or something. Because mm. then worse comes to worse, I can throw my hair in a braid. Yeah. That is like, I think that's a must. And also, not only could yours break at any moment. If you see someone's break, you can be like, here, I have extra. Yeah. So I feel like that's one of those, like, you don't realize it's essential until you need it. It probably happened to me at one point where it broke and there was nothing I could do about it. So I always have at least two extra in my bag at all times. I hang them from carabiners. Like, they are just always around because I feel like they're a must. Fair. 
But that's our whole list. It's a lot of stuff to put in one bag. It is, but I won't lie to you. Looking at our list, my bag normally has literally everything that's on this list except for a fan or a cooling towel and sunscreen. It's pretty good. Literally everything else fits in my bag. I used to do a straw. I don't always have a straw now. Sometimes they just are hanging from my bag depending on what bag I use because I have like the little keychain one. Yeah. But literally everything else can fit into a Loungefly backpack. Yeah. And with that, real quick to end the episode, we did ask the listeners what their favorite bags for Disney are. So for me personally, I love a good lounge fly. Mm-hmm. I think that they are such a good size. They don't hurt your back when they're really full. Yeah. Which I think is really essential. My shoulders, like they don't dig into your shoulders. My only thing with lounge flies when I'm buying them is they have to be the ones that have the side pocket where you can slide your phone in. If you buy them, say, at Hot Topic, they will be cheaper, but they won't have that side pocket. Not all of them. Some of the Hot Topic ones yeah. do. But that's one of the essentials for me is that there needs to be a side pocket. It's convenient. It is. And you just get so used to having it that I, I can't imagine not reaching back and putting my phone in. Or yeah. like I said, my GoPro perfectly fit in there when I had it on the little stick. So. Yeah. So that's mine. What's yours? I'm a fanny pack person through and through. I always have my fanny pack on in the park. You do. Holds enough and whatever doesn't fit, I just put in the lounge fly. I was going to say, you better not say you leave it because it goes right in my lounge fly. So there you go, guys. My lounge fly held all of that plus the the overflow of Rick's bag. Usually my socks. Socks and snacks. Yeah. You'll have your like granola bars shoved in, but then you'll be like, can you hold fruit snacks? Yeah. Can you hold my poncho? That's the poncho. Nice. You give me your poncho all the time. Not all the time. I have your poncho a lot until your snacks are gone and then the poncho can go back into your fanny. I sometimes have my poncho. So the bags that we got from the listeners, Loungefly was our number one answer. It's a great bag. Yeah. And they hold so much more than they seem like they do. I just bought a thing today at TJ Maxx and it's a purse organizer and it slid perfectly into my Loungefly. I am so excited to try it next week. (laughs) Like overly excited to try it next week. I will report back to you guys on if it works or not. Can't wait. Can't wait. Like, because things do get lost in a lounge fly. That is, like, there's no pockets once it's in there. Yeah. So I'm excited to see if this purse organizer works. We also have the Eddie Bauer Stowaway Packable 20 Liter Backpack. Whoa, that's a lot of words. It's a lot of words. I Googled it after they sent it in. It's a really nice backpack. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like a hiking backpack. Okay. But it's a little bit smaller. It's, like, more narrow than the average person's back. Gotcha. Than, like, the model's backs that were in the picture. A Stony Clover fanny pack with the Disney patches. Stony Clover, I'm not going to lie to you. I am too cheap to buy, but I do see the appeal. They are very good quality bags. Mm-hmm. Their backpacks, their fanny packs, everything. Nordis Sienna. Don't know what that one is. It's almost like a laptop bag. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's pretty cool, though. I won't lie. Someone said the entire stroller. Love that. Fair. Love that for you. A smaller Vera Bradley backpack. Vera Bradley does have nice bags. Yeah. And they now do the water-resistant ones, which is really nice. Yeah. Somebody said any backpack, as long as it's water-resistant, it has a lot of pockets. Fair. I do agree with that. Pink a la mode crossbody bags. Pink a la mode is very similar to Loungefly. Okay. So if you're trying to picture it, that's that's what it is. Yeah. Someone said anything Petunia Pickle Bottom. That is the baby care brand, actually. Okay. But they do make very nice bags. A lot of people said fanny bag. Love fanny packs. A lot of people. Love fanny packs. A Buff Bunny Game Changer Backpack. Fun fact. I thought they were saying this backpack was a game changer, but that is actually the brand. It has a little cooler in the bottom. Yeah, it looks like it holds a lot. Yeah, it's a decent sized backpack too. And then the big one that I want to touch on is the Designer Park Company bags. They were made by somebody who basically took a lounge fly and said, what is everything that's wrong with this bag that we can make better? So it's a little bit bigger, not much bigger. Uh Like it's still not like a full, full backpack, but it is bigger. It has a hydration system that can hook onto any normal water bottle. That's cool. So if you have just like a disposable water bottle, you can just hook it onto the lid and then the strap will come through and you'll have the the tube at your mouth. You know what I'm talking about? Like a hiking bag kind Mm -hmm. of. So it comes with that. And in the bag, there are pockets. There's a pocket to put your water bottle to hook it to the hydration system. And then just other pockets for organization, which, like I said, Loungefly does not have that. Yeah. It also, on the front of the bag, it has a big front pocket 
where they have, I'm going to use the word laser cut. They've laser cut like spots for pins to go through so it doesn't damage your bag. Okay. And all the bags come with the pin backs, like the locking pin backs. It has a spot to hold your ears. So if you don't want to wear them, there's a spot for that. It has the side pockets. And this is the part that sold it for me that I was like, okay, I'm going to talk about it on the podcast. It has a net on the bottom that like stores away when you're not using it. But if you have, let's say, wet clothes or maybe you bought something and don't want to carry it, you pull this net out and it hooks to the front of the bag, like from the back to the front and can hold stuff. So they pick maybe like a sweatshirt if you're there in like November. Yeah. So it's a really cool bag. Swiss Army knife of bags. It really is of Disney bags because it's totally a theme park bag. And they have some really cool designs. I've been very impatiently waiting for the black and white polka dot one to come back. Every mm-hmm. time I go on, it's still sold out. <laughs> so, yeah. That's another very good one. But I will not lie. The number one answer from our listeners, Loungefly. Can't argue it. I love my Loungefly. They're very popular now. They're very popular. I, ju- I mean, I just gave all of the things that that person did to make a Loungefly better. And still, I love my Loungefly. Yeah. The designs are just so fun. Yeah. It sells it. So... That is our list for packing your park bag. Hopefully it helps. Hopefully it helps. <laughs> if we forgot anything, feel free to message us on social media. We are at Spillity Podcast on Instagram, on threads. You can go ahead and just send us a, uh, send us a thread. At us on threads. Thread us. Thread us. Increase your thread count. Thread the needle. All right. <laughs> we'll roll with it. <laughs> But that is it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, we will see you at the castle. I'm like sitting here smirking, just thinking about my love of body glide.